0: To another episode of As the Drum Turns, I'm Laura Smith here with the Jeffrey Hollingshead. Jeff, how's it going today?
1: Jeffrey Melvin Hollingshead.
0: Oh, Jeffrey Melvin. (laughs) Yeah, that's my middle name. Yes, I think Ryan calls you Melvin.
1: Uh, He he does. It's quite. uh, Used to be quite embarrassing, but now you know I just I just
0: embrace it. Yeah, embrace the Melvin. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) That's great. That's great. Well, we're coming off a really exciting time. We had a great time at Six Flags uh, in Texas. Um, your entire family went, Jeff, and you guys. Uh, I, I went along. Ryan went. Mike went. We had a great time.
1: We did. We did. The weather was perfect, and uh, had I don't know, have over a couple thousand people, I'd say, yes. were there, and yeah, uh, it was great. The park was really cool too. So my kids, I had to drag them out of there.
0: Yeah. <laughs> you know,
1: Saturday nights are pretty tough for me because we got you know chirp Sunday morning, so. I'm like, we have got to go, I don't think we got home till like
0: 11? eleven yeah yeah, so yeah,
1: yeah, it long, was a long day, but it, it's a really really cool, really cool park, and I hope everyone enjoyed it,
0: yeah those some of the rides were super intense, uh you just get on you just hop on those rides and you kind of think. What did I do? <laughs> Every time I get on that incline goes, and I thought yeah. these are this is not just typical uh, amusement park rides. These are some pretty intense intense ones that we, we hopped on.
1: Well, I kind I of looked out. You know, our youngest son's three. Yep. So uh, I'll let my wife ride all the rides, and yeah, and Lincoln and I. Kind of found the shade tree. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah.
1: Hung out and enjoyed, enjoyed ourselves.
0: She let me, she allowed me to be her writing partner, Holly and, and Taylor, Ryan's wife. So, <laughs> and there they uh, they tolerated my screaming the whole entire time.
1: <laughs> that's right. That's right. But it's good. And certainly appreciate um, all the folks in Texas that are you know, working hard and, yeah. And folks everywhere.
0: Yeah, yeah. thanks to Tyler Esam, his crew, and Daniel Groves. I know um, these these picnics. It's not just we don't just make it happen. I mean, they there's a lot of organization and planning on their part and sep- separating shirts, tickets. So thanks so much uh, for your help on that. And We are uh, officially done yeah we are for picnic family picnic season Picnics are done. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> until maybe may of next year yeah. april may we will go back into it <laughs> that's right that's right um well we wanted to welcome our our newest little arri- arrivals of the srm family members um we, we want to welcome some sweet little babies kyle krupa out of uh, indiana he's the plant manager um I forgot which plant he's at, but he well he and his wife welcomed little Colson, Matthew Krupa, and Carly Redeker and Charlie Redeker uh both work with us. Um Charlie is part of the aggregate division, is that right? Yep. Charlie, yep, and then Carly uh works with us at the uh downtown office. Um and they wel- welcome welcomed little boy um Riley Gunner, uh Riley Gunner Lane um and that's also the grandbaby of joy and teddy hazelwood so yep. they have another grandbaby to love on and i want to so i think i know all
1: their grandbabies yeah. but i haven't counted them yeah but i want i think that's number 11 for them so and they're all boys
0: all, all of them are 100 so there's not one girl in the hazelwood no girls. baby
1: no girls
0: how about no. that yes no. yes
1: so yeah. it's a terrible matchup for the hollands heads and the Hazelwoods because yeah. they're always together.
0: Yeah, yeah. So I'm,
1: I'm quite concerned about that. Yes.
0: But <laughs> um, we have one more, Katie Caldwell, that works with our title company. She welcomed um, another little baby, George, uh, to her family, to her little crew. So, and all these babies and moms are are happy and healthy. We're doing okay. They're probably really tired. So, congrats uh, to all the the new arrivals.
1: Congratulations, absolutely. <laughs>
0: Um, Jeff, what what else is going on with you today? Where have you been? Maybe <clears throat> how about this? Where have you been? Where have uh, you been <laughs> over the last couple couple of weeks? Yeah, I've been a interesting
1: few weeks. So last week I was in Montana, and uh, that was the first time ever being being there and out west. And so that was uh, that was fun and interesting for sure. had a yeah. had some good company there, so uh, uh, was was happy to be out there check that out and. This coming week, uh, you know, I'll be in Florida some, checking on some some operations. So, i got a big, big week ahead yeah. of us and trying to catch up from being out of town last week for sure. Awesome. We also had a call yesterday with our general managers <clears throat> to discuss the importance of safety. You know, and I alluded to it on the call, but I'll, I'll say it here as well. You know, safety has to become even more important than what it has been in, in our company. And you know it's been our one of our in our top five priorities. Number one, uh, in in our priorities, and you know putting it there and writing it on paper is one thing, but actually eat, sleep, and breathing it is another. And, and we want to make sure that we are running a company that's safe, and uh, we're preventing as many accidents as possible. So a lot of that is making sure that guys are getting ten hours off in between shifts. That's just absolutely mandatory that that happens. You know, making sure that we're not working uh, too many hours in a week. That's something that we're absolutely focused on. Uh, and, and our GMs are focused on and plant managers should be focused on. Uh, you know, and then it's, it's, it's really, I alluded to it on the call, it's four things. If we do four things really well, we'll be just fine. You know, the first one is, is three points of contact. Trips and falls is the number one cause for uh, work comp accidents. And that's an easy fix if people can just pay attention getting in and out of trucks. You know, second thing is not being on a cell phone while you're operating a vehicle. You know, hands-free devices are permissible, but but being on a cell phone while you're operating a vehicle is just not safe and, and we can't do it.
0: Oh, my gosh. And it can wait. Whatever <clears window throat> it is on your cell phone, it can wait.
1: It Absolutely. Absolutely. And so, and then the last two things is, one of them is wear your seatbelt. You know, it's common sense. I can't tell you how many trucks that I get in. Where the seatbelts buckled behind them, oh,
0: gosh. you know
1: we can't do that. We make sure you wear your seatbelt. It's uh, you know I used to preach that, but didn't apply that in my own personal life. But over the last year, I started wearing my seatbelt, and I feel safer every time I get in my car now. You know That's it's right. it's incredible, but uh, but if you're operating a seventy thousand pound vehicle, you you it's just common sense. I mean, you need to wear uh, certainly wear your seatbelt, and then lastly is speeding. You you can't drive the truck speeding. You know, we're not you know, you make up time washing down at the plant and washing down on the job and using your time efficiently, not making, you know, intermediate stops while you're going to and from the plant. You're not going to save time by speeding. And and everyone knows, you know, you you've got people out there that you know that are speeders. It's not going to work here. You know, it can't work here. We do not it's not worth it. It's not worth it. So make sure that you're, you're driving the speed limit. Everybody knows that after you get the load off, the truck drives more like a car than it does a, a big truck. And so that's when a lot of guys tend to speed. And, but that doesn't need to be cast. We need to make sure we're following the following the speed limit each and every day and uh, following these four things that are easily applicable to, to our business and to our safety culture.
0: That's right. Okay. All right. Well, um, I just, I always kind of think um, with, with safety, I mean, our operators mean so much. And you know, we just always want to make sure that you return safe to your, to your family. <clears throat>
1: I'll share this story too, an, an incredible story. We had a tanker, uh, uh, cement tanker, and I believe it was in Florida. I just seen the video, but I, I, I want to say it's in Florida. So this, this couple... Okay, this is a true story. This couple was videoing going down the interstate out of their window, just randomly. They pull up to our truck. He swerves the vehicle. He swerves his vehicle into the side of our truck while he's videoing. And they start swearing, talking about our guy was speeding uh, across the line, just all this other stuff. At the end of the video, you can hear the husband say, Honey, grab your neck for insurance. So literally, in the video that they video. People are nuts. That she said, you know, so they're cussing and doing all this stuff. Oh, my goodness. And, and at the end, he says, grab grab your neck so that we can get it on video for the insurance. They didn't know that it was on the video they submitted us. Oh. oh, my goodness. But these people are just oh absolute idiots. But it makes you just, you know, it opens our eyes. I mean, it should open everyone's eyes to see. There's a lot of people out there who just want to take advantage of people. And we have to deal with that every hard. day and, and so if we if we do anything that's in the wrong, then people like that are gonna win. You know, they and, and they shouldn't. You know, we're gonna win that and, and not have any issues. But it's still a case we got fought uh, because someone took their vehicle and, and rammed it in the side of ours, thinking that if they hit a big truck, uh, they're gonna make a million so, dollars. yeah, make a million dollars. <laughs> and it's just it's crazy. I've never seen anything like it. Yeah. Never seen them
0: like they're out so. there. People are people are always watching. You know, you're always um, being critiqued, and you know, I always pull up to the trucks and I always kind of give away. Maybe I shouldn't do that, but I'm no, so excited okay. to see. I'm so excited to see our people. <laughs> you can watch, and they have no idea who I am. So, <laughs> hey, um, we have a really cool. Um, we've been getting a lot of reviews on our Google. Um, Google and Indeed, all that kind of stuff. But we, one we had here from a customer actually, um, and she talked about a James M. in Augusta, Georgia. Um, so if your name's James, and your last name starts with an M, this is you. Uh, she says the driver, James, was on time, listened to the direction, and op- the, operated the truck with ease. Um, she said that she has an area that could have just been a complete disaster, but he maneuvered the truck right through it in reverse without hitting a thing. Um, she kind of goes on to say, hey, I had a port, a pad poured um, with another company last year, but it didn't go too well. So she just said that he was honest and, and kind of just let her know any of the little areas that he couldn't go through, and she says he was an absolute delight. So thank you to SRM and James for your service. So that's that was from um, that was from Sarah, one of our customers, and I thought we would share the good news.
1: Absolutely, Perp. good job, James.
0: Yes, way to go, James. Way, to get, it done. way <laughs> to get it done. All right, and we're gonna switch gears. We're gonna go straight into um, our book that we've been reviewing. There's some really great points uh, from in the hiring section. So I'll let you. I'll let you take it from here.
1: Yeah, I mean, this chapter is about hiring and uh, very fitting for where we are right now. Obviously, hiring has been a challenge, and I do think we're making some headway as it relates to recruiting. And One of the issues that we've seen is with new hires, the training has has lacked a little bit, and a lot of the safety issues that we're having are with people that's been here for less than 90 days. So. Really paying attention to when you meet somebody, that if you're the plant manager, make sure you're speaking to them. If you're a trainer, make it, making sure that people understand our culture, to understand that how to safely operate that vehicle. Make sure that they're signing off on their checklist, doing all of those things before they get issued a truck and put in a truck by themselves, uh, and that you're 100% confident that this person's plenty capable. And if you're not, don't put them in a truck you know, don't, don't let them, don't let them get out of training, you know, make sure that the person's ready to go. And we certainly don't want to put someone in a truck too early. That's, uh, or that's it, a safety risk, or in some cases, maybe that person's just not a good fit. Uh, but but being constant communication with either your plant manager or your general manager, and uh, to ensure that we're getting the right people hired and getting the right people in trucks. But Jack Wilch speaks about a framework here, and he calls it the 4E and 1P framework, and <clears throat> the first E is just positive energy. When you make a hire, you want people that that have positive energy, glass half full, and and a lot of these things that he speaks about, sometimes you can't get all of them in, in one person, but you're it's just the things that you're looking for as you hire, and I don't care what position you're hiring for. If you're hiring for a loader, operator, uh, plant manager, who whatever position, I think all of these are applicable. So the first one, positive energy. Second is the ability to energize others. You know, if you come into, and everyone knows who these type of people are, you come into a night pour. Yeah, Laura's (laughs) definitely one of those people for sure. If you come into a a night pour and, you know, there's always going to be one guy that's incredibly mad that he had to get up at 12 o'clock at night. And then you're going to have one guy that's like. Bubbling, happy. Yeah. You know, that's the type of people you want to build a company around, the people that are happy to be there, happy to do their job and and happy to roll up their sleeves and just get it done. So so the first two E's deal with energy. And uh, I couldn't agree more. Without good energy and it's effort, you know, it just goes to effort. If I was going to have a second E, to me, it would be like effort. You know, you're just caring, want to. Want to do a good job. Want to put the best foot forward. And if you get someone like that, even if they're not the greatest in the beginning, if they've got great energy and got great effort, they're going to be able to figure it out. The third E that he speaks about is edge. The courage to make tough yes or no decisions. You say, well, if I'm not in management, how is that applicable to me? James M. just did that. You just read that, that review about him. And if you notice, she said he was willing to tell me. You know, yeah. what he could and what he couldn't do. Mm-hmm. So that's edge. You know, he's willing to say no
0: yeah,
1: in, in the right way, the perfect way. And so, so many people take extremes one way or the other with no or yes. But he he made the the right indication here and said, you know, no, I'm not going to go to that job site. Uh, or in his case, I can't get there, but here's what I can do. And so having, having the courage to, to say yes, to say no, uh, to stand in the gap there, I think is is uh, very important. The fourth the fourth he speaks about is execution again talking about that compliment for, for James is he executed. here's what I can do here's what I can do but he got the job done and for us when we think about people that want to hire want to hire people with energy want to hire people with with candor you know we spend mm-hmm. a lot of time speaking about that want to hire people that can execute can get the job done whatever the job is if you're a plant manager, when it gets job done, if you're an operator, etc., cetera, that uh, we just had someone that lacks execution enter the room.
0: <laughs> but he does have a lot of energy.
1: He does have a lot of energy. There's no <laughs> question. No, my dad just walked in. Hello, dad.
0: Awesome. Hi,
1: <laughs> Would you like to share some wisdom? Absolutely not. Oh, okay. We'll keep talking about the four yeah. E's in one then. Yes. <clears throat> the the last piece, passion. You know, uh, or the last one that that he mentions is, is passion. Of all of them, that's got to be probably the most important. It's just people that care about what they do, and you can always tell someone that cares. Uh, if it's an operator, they they've got a clean truck. They come to work every day on time. You never get a complaint on them. They just do it. They do the right things, and the same is applicable to to plant managers. They're they're moving stuff around. They're trying to figure out how to say yes and not say no. Uh, If you're in quality control, they're, they're pulling companion cylinders every time that a third party tester is. If you're, you know, in uh, accounts payable, you're making sure things are getting paid on time. If you're in billing, you know, billing's getting done in 24 hours. That's just passion. You know, you care about what you do and why you do it. We get asked all the time, you know, why do we do what we do? You know, why do why do we grow the company? Why do we do this? Why do we do that? And I think it all stems from passion. You know, we we love the business, mm-hmm. love concrete. I can say that. You know, our family we own a lot of other ancillary companies, uh, random <coughs> company, random companies that don't have anything to do with concrete. And while I I love business. I'm not as passionate about some of those companies as I am concrete. While
0: they're important, that's just not where your passion lies. It's just not
1: where my Mm -hmm. passion lies. So Mm -hmm. I'm extremely passionate about concrete. And I think it's important for all 4,000 folks who work for us now to find what you're passionate about.
0: Mike, what's your passion? Are you passionate about concrete? My passion
1: is like uh, trying to work no less than a hundred hours. If I can get under a hundred hours, I had a good week. Yeah. Does that include the sleep in there? No, what I'm trying to do is get them to pull my CEOs where so I don't have to try them. <laughs> Me too. I've been trying to lose my CEOs for five years now. Uh, but no, this is this is good stuff. The chapter goes on to, to speak about just different characteristics, how to interview people. I encourage people, especially especially if you're in a position that does make hiring decisions, look at the hiring facts at the end of this chapter. How do you interview somebody for a job that answers that question? You know, do you hire just for technical expertise? And what if you're missing, you know, one or two of the four of the the four E's there and et cetera. But I would say when we hire on a nutshell, have energy, have execution, have passion, right? If we we have those things and we hire those people, I, I don't think you can go wrong.
0: That's right. Um, I think like
1: a big thing is when you're needing people like we are now, we'll get down to hiring people that we know we shouldn't hire, trying to take too many chances on people that just don't have the qualifications. you just trying to fill a seat, and then you know they don't have the qualifications, you know, and then it don't work out, and then you know. Yeah, and we gotta get away from that. And then yeah. before you walked in, we just spoke about safety. You know, it's you hiring people that aren't safe. It's cost us one a long run. It's not that they're not safe. It's they don't know how to be safe. Well, I think some of them just, no matter how much you train them, they're not no. going to be safe. Well, and it's like, the cell phone's are the biggest distraction in the mm-hmm. world. That's right. But yes, it really is. A yeah. Problem. Yeah. No, no question about it. Until next week. Take care.
0: <laughs> That's right. All right. Yeah, Everyone have, have, <laughs> have a great week.